The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother, and treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Horus Heresy. Whether you're a warrior of the Legionis Astartes, an adept of the Mechanicum, or a mortal in a galaxy of madness, you'll find your place here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, broadcasting deep within the bowels of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello and welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, a 30k podcast. My name is Jesse, and I'm here today with Dave, Ryan, and Will. How are you guys doing tonight? Hi. Hey, doing good. What's up, guys? So, uh, last weekend was the Horus Heresy Weekender down in the old United Kingdom. Lots of awesome stuff that was shown there. Yeah, some pretty Uh, uh, awesome stuff, man. I know as a, uh, you know, burgeoning White Scars player, it got me super stoked. I was just, and I forgot that it was like all weekend. So I started seeing stuff come in on Friday and then I woke up on Saturday and I was like, oh, there's more. And then I woke up on Sunday and there was more. <laughs> it's like Christmas. I, it felt like Christmas. Yes. Can I, can I just ask a question? Cause I, I'm, I'm, I didn't follow the weekender as closely as I wanted to. And I know you and Will like were right there blow for blow. So I know we're going to get like coverage of the white scars and some blowout on Chondex. But like, how do you do that without bringing in the orcs or, or is it just going to be background on the orcs? Like we don't, we're not going to get rules for that. No, I think uh, from what I saw, it looks like Chondex may be one of the legendary battles or whatever they do. You know how they do a, uh, whatever it's called for each of the legions. Yeah, in the black them have a legendary battle, which is like yep. a flood section that talks about their 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 shining achievement in war. Yeah, exactly. So I think uh, that might be it. That might be in there, and it does kind of set the stage for some of the shenanigans with you know Alpha Legion and uh, yeah, I would expect something like that. Oh, that's yeah, fair I don't, play. I don't think we're going to get much as much of Chondex as you might be thinking, Dave. I, for one, am personally excited to see them update the Custodes rules finally and maybe get to a point to where I can play them without people complaining about them on the internet. Right? That's that's never going to happen, <laughs> Will. I'm sorry. It's not. I mean, even after they, they fixed mech and everything and earned adjusted mech, you know, with FAQs and new rule books, people still bitch about mech. So I guess it's always going to be there. That's right. I am excited about that, though. I would, that was something, uh, you know, everybody knew that they were going to do Scars and Blood Angels and Demons, but I didn't think they were going to do anything with Custodes, uh, right, or I hadn't yeah. heard anything about that. So it's pretty exciting to hear that they're going to do an update that incorporates the FAQ stuff um, and retools the army list and kind of balances it. I think that's going to make a lot of people and happy. Apparently the flyer is going to be pretty much brand new. That's exciting. So that'll be interesting to see if they bring out new rules because it was a super heavy flyer and it couldn't jink or anything like that. So it was pretty pretty vulnerable for the most part. It was a Lord of War, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it'd be cool if it was uh, something else. I don't know. Yeah, just have people fucking lose their minds. <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. people. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, I, that's just like the internet, though, right? I mean, like, that's yeah. just fucking every, everything. Yeah, anyway, don't get me started on that yeah, shit. Yeah, they're not going to be able to fix everything. But that said, having seen the Velatari or whatever the, the jump pack infantry are and seeing how I feel balanced those rules are, I, I will call them balanced. I mean, I'm, th- I'm hoping they do some pretty good work on this update. 
price increases and uh, war gear tweaks and that kind of stuff. I think they will. I think uh, I, I'm it was sure pretty. Got, go ahead. Yeah, like, no, I was saying, I, I'm sure they pretty much got a good earful over the past year and a half, two years. So they've probably. I'm I'm willing to bet that they've adjusted accordingly. Yeah, I believe so. If if they're willing to rewrite a, basically an entire army within one book, I would expect to see some massive changes. Yep, absolutely. But the white scars, Ryan. You want to talk about the white scars? Yeah, the I mean, we got previews for man. How I saw immediately after the weekender, you stopped all work on the word bears, and you went back to the scars. <laughs> No, it actually started like during the weekend. Hard, right? Like oh, I woke up on Saturday and I was like, nope, word bearers are going to go to the back shelf. And I spent all my hobby time this weekend was building white scores. So I built up another tactical squad, two recon squads, um, started building. Uh, oh, added some dudes for my assault squad. And then I'm building three javelins. And yeah, that'll get me started on my two thousand point list. So outstanding, dude! But so yeah, I mean, decided who you're bringing to Nova yet? Uh, I'm gonna bring. Uh, I've decided this year it's gonna be White Scars and Word Bearers. Uh, Death Guard. I'm playing the Death Guard right now in a um, a campaign that'll go through like March. But I think I'm gonna put Death Guard and Mech like uh, into the shop and put a lot of effort into Scars and Word Bearers. And maybe uh, go back to my death guard and do like decals and weathering and stuff. Very and cool. Another time. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, I mean, you're you're bringing custodes, right? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and I'm assuming Jesse's probably bringing dark angels. Yes, and maybe depending. So I'm I'm going back and forth between Titanicus and the doubles tournament, and I might be doing the doubles tournament. And if so, I might be doing a small 1500 point trader force of something that's not dark angels okay all right yeah throw some mystery in there for you typical dark angel to be mysterious yeah Mm. i like how you caveated that with a it's gonna be a trader force that's not dark angels yeah i figured i'd cut that joke out (laughs) you know cut it off at the head yeah (laughs) you know like you know like some other things like alpha legion no, 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 no. I, I, I was thinking of a Iron Hands joke with cutting off the head, okay. but you know. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, okay. Right. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I might do an Iron Warriors list because I've all. It's so I want to run a loyalist Iron Warriors at some point with Dantioch and you know the Shadden, the Shaddenhold, Shaddenfreud. No, Shaddenhold, uh, Iron Warriors. But the dudes who were at um... Theros. Pharos, that's it. I was gonna think Pariah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's not it. Yeah, Pharos. Yeah. Yeah, but um, Antioch uh, and Pharos boys. Yeah. For this doubles tournament, I might uh, run them as traders to uh, make a certain someone happy. Yes, that certain someone. Because that someone, some certain someone, might be going to the doubles as well. Oh, for real? Is she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah. that's excellent. So we'll the see how it goes. Stay together. Stay together. That's right. But. Anyway, where, what were we talking about besides that? Um, question, Jesse. Yes. Uh, we're still on the subject of hobby and that kind of stuff. So um, mm-hmm. with this Dantioch force, have you thought about doing a Shattered Legion with Ultramarines? Because, you know, there were like scout companies there and that kind of stuff. Yeah, that, that would be a, a future project. But I have considered kind of like I had my little strike force of uh, 
ruined storm with the ultramarines, blood angels and dark angels. I might expand on that whole Imperium Secundus type of deal later in the future. Oh, that'd be awesome. Throw some Imperial fists in there. Yeah. Just, yeah. Basically just a grab bag of fun Imperial. Oh, that's right. Pharaohs had Imperial Fist, Ultramarines, and Iron Warriors. That would be an awesome yeah, there were, combo. On McCrag, there were all sorts of Loyalist units from everywhere. Yeah. Once they fired oh, yeah. up the Pharaohs. Um, yeah. What is it? Is it um, Unremembered Empire? Unremembered Empire, yeah. yeah. It opens up with yeah. like Iron Hands coming and White Scars and Wolves and just everybody who's right. out there yep, meeting up with Gilman. Yeah. The AD and, if I recall, yeah. just jumped all over the place. Yeah. But no, I mean, Pharos would be awesome. You got Dantioch, you have uh, Pollux. Pollux is a I thought Dan Abnett yeah. wrote uh, Unremembered Empire. Absolute badass in, Fer- uh, in Pharos. Yeah, Dan Abnett did write Unremembered Empire. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a little. No, he said, he said ADD as in like. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, ADD. I thought you said ADD. jumped everywhere. Like gotcha, there's so gotcha. much shit going on in Unremembered Empire. It was it was a good book, a lot of background, but it just felt really like they were packing a ton of shit in there. Yeah, for sure. So while we're on books, actually transition, I guess. Um, I just started reading um, Old Earth. I've heard as an Iron Hands player, especially somebody who uses Sadrak Medusin a lot, that I should definitely read it. So uh, I'm going into that, and I'll let you guys know what I think. Have any of you guys read it yet? I have not. No, I have not either, Will, but I um it's on the list, right? So Jared has never has never steered me wrong on on book recommendations, man. So I read Wolfsbane and then I think the next where one I need to go to is is uh Slaves Slaves of Darkness, right? Or Slaves yeah. of Darkness. And then after that, I think I'll jump on to uh Old Earth. Gotcha. Yeah, I had two credits on Audible, so I picked up uh, Wolfsbane and Old Earth because I've been hearing a buttload about Wolfsbane. And I'm not a fan of either of those legions, but I hear it's such a good story that you got it really is. To it. Yeah, Wolfsbane yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, to, I've yet to hear anybody badmouth it in any way, honestly. I asked Jared, I was like, this is my preface, right? I was like, what do I need to read to get up to the Solar War, right? So I want to make sure that I'm like current when it's we go good. into, you know, and so it's, it's, it's Praetorian of Dorne, it's Wolfsbane, it's Slaves to Darkness, and then I don't. I don't know if you'd count Old Earth in there. I'm not really sure where that fits in. It's just how the salamanders get to Terra, I think. Yeah, okay. So, but yeah, I'm fucking ready, man. Yeah, it's next year. Yeah. I still can't wrap my head around the fact that the last book is almost here for the Horus Heresy series. Yeah, it's in, it's going to be awesome, man. I'm excited. Which is crazy. Can... Can we just like um can we jump back real quick to the weekender, right? So I didn't I didn't dive in as much as I wanted to, but the one thing that came out of the weekender, which has absolutely fucking blown my mind, uh, is apparently uh Forge World said they're one third of the way done with the Horus Heresy, right? Yeah, for the black books. And so I'm like I'm like <laughs> I, I, I fucking read that and I'm like counting on my fingers. I'm like, wait, we have eight, yeah. eight, eight black books. Are you telling me I'm going to get 24 black books? Like, there's no way, right? There's Better no get way. a reinforced bookcase is all I can tell you. <laughs> but well, they, did, no, they did say they were going to soft cover on some of those, which would make sense if they're going to. For the ones that uh, are out of print. 
Well, that's the thing. They've been having issues keeping these in print because of the quality and everything. So if they're going to keep pushing them out, going to soft cover is kind of a good idea. I just thought that was really cool. I, I was I was definitely, um, I think, of the opinion that we were going to get maybe one more black book and then they were going to yeah you know put it put a bow maybe on it. 10. But yeah, but maybe maybe ten and then. You, but the other thing I I heard, um, I think I read it on Age of Darkness, uh, their web pages uh, or their Facebook post, was Forge World no longer has to write rules for any model in Eighth Edition, right? Yep. So really that's okay. kind of relieve yeah. them of all that duty, huh? Yeah. So that's a huge time suck and a huge burden that's just off their plate. Um, and it also means they're just not focused on that, right? Which is huge. It means they're focused on uh, the Horus Heresy, right? And then the the other specialist games. Um, so I think that is a very good sign for those of us that you know aren't you know diehard. Yeah. Exciting fans. times ahead. Yeah, man. Like I know if you go on Facebook, the Age of Darkness podcast has this write up. That's amazing, right? Yeah, it's like, Age of Darkness, guys. It's like a hundred paragraphs long. I won't read it here, but if you, uh, we have it shared on our web's web uh, Facebook page, and of course, the Agent Darkness podcast has it. Go in there and read it. And if you're not a believer that the Horus Heresy is seeing its resurrection, then I, I don't know what to tell you. But this is we barely scratched the surface again. It's super exciting. Yeah, that's like I got like another like decade of gaming in, man. Right, right. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck, yeah. man. That's it's great. I'm, I'm going to be able to play with all my old guys. I don't have to worry about you know trying to port over into eighth. I don't have to worry about weird size comparisons, you know. And that's fucking glorious, man. It's glorious. Well, let's not get ahead of yourself here, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you really are wish listing a lot, man. I mean, they still could go over to eighth or their own version of eighth. That's They're true. still not saying twenty um, sixteen books from now. Who knows what edition of Age of Darkness we're going to be on? No, I really They're read. They're not going to be on Age of Darkness one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but let's hope, my man. Yeah, let's no, I know. Yeah. This broken game system. Yeah, this broken and terrible game system. Oh well, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I didn't realize at how much events <laughs> at the doubles event. Like I just I kept harassing them like every time i lost a unit i'd just be like this fucking game is such garbage god this is such a broken system just blaming the system for all my poor <laughs> yeah. will you playing the, super the... negative yeah that was his partner i was like will come on man you're hurting me here oh, man yeah i did play in the doubles it was a lot of fun no i mean nice. it's always great to play you know when, when he ended up playing with me that's why i was complaining the whole time yeah i was like god damn it jesse and your knights <laughs> just stop on my robots dead goddamn legion yeah, no, I'll never fight Dark Angels again with Mech. Never. No, no, thank you. Hey, we're talking about two different things. I heard yeah, doubles, and I thought you were talking about no. Oh, no my bad. I was talking about the doubles event that we had just recently. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I didn't play against you there. No, no. But I'm saying I will never play against your Dark Angels ever again, so long as they oh. wield Tyrannic Greatswords. <laughs> oh, they are yeah. nice. Dude, I'm, I'm so psyched for next year. I... I'm going to say, I'm thinking I might make the trek next year. If they have a heresy weekend or next year, I might, I might go. <laughs> right. I might as well do it. They've already said, they've already given us previews to book nine. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
That Although was I'm, thing. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, yeah. isn't I'm looking forward to seeing coming out that talks about the Xeno side, the Rangdang Xeno yeah. side. Yeah, there's a little paragraph in there for the book nine stuff. I mean, I I thought that was great, and I I love yeah. they're they're going to do the Thramus Crusade, uh, which I'm totally about because I love me some Night yeah. Lords, Dark Angels action, Dark Mech. Yeah, I think that's going to be the main focus. Yeah, and uh, rules on how to play the Thramus Crusade. Which might be a whole like campaign system that mm-hmm. would be fantastic. Yeah, like uh, an update to their book four campaign system, right? That'd be great. Or are you thinking more like um like their book seven campaign system, where it's like a mini campaign that you can play through if you have those legions? I don't know. I I would I like more freeform that you can plug and play different legions. It's not so specific personally, but I think anything, you know, a new campaign way of doing campaigns is always useful. It's another tool, right. Yeah. For event organizers. Yeah. So hundred percent. Yep. So also this weekend, we saw the revival of Mark two power armor on some Praetors. Yep. And, and there was word that, you know, they're looking at new plastic kits. So who's willing to bet that we'll yeah. see the resurrection of Mark two in plastic. Oh, uh, I give it, oh, I don't, maybe 70 30 on that. 70 30? Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking there's a 30% chance we will see it. What year are we talking? How far in the future are we talking, Jesse? Well, they I didn't put they, a, they did not put a timeline on, so probably within two years. Oof. All right. So I, I did not get that. I thought they said they were going to work with their existing range, right? Like air quotes. I did not, I did not read that they were getting, a new plastic kit or a box set or whatever. Was that, did I, did I miss something? I'd have to dig it up somewhere. <laughs> There's so much stuff. No, that came I, out. There was some talk about that. I mean, here's the thing. Every time they drop a box set, they, their sales go through the roof. Right. And, um, if they really are going to keep heresy going for, you know, all these books that they're talking about, it does kind of make sense from a strategy perspective that every couple of years they drop something like a new box set where people can get a huge rush of, you know, Mark II, Mark III, Mark IV, whatever, Terminators, like those baseline units, um, mm-hmm. and just get the excitement going. People start new armies. They add with Forge World and you know what they did with betrayal at Kalth and burning a Prospero. You know those are no longer available. Um, it kind of makes sense that every couple of years they might drop, may, even if it's a limited edition box set or something that is on sale for a year, um, yeah. just to kind of like re-energize the community. Because every time that drops, people buy two or three of those. You know, most people I know that oh, are yeah. super into heresy, you get a, at least one, right? And you probably get a second one a couple months later. But are the um, – I mean, just to play devil's advocate for a second, right? Like, are are the uh, Tartaros and Cataphracty Pattern Terminator box sets out of print now? No, you can still buy you can still buy them as individual kits. Yeah. You buy them for 50 bucks, yeah. right? Um, but, you know, there's which the hate of them yeah. when the box, yeah. drets, you know, box set drops and everybody's buying um, – you know, a squad of 10 dudes for 20. Oh yeah. No, there's no question. Yeah. There's no question that those box sets like helped, helped energize the community for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just, yeah, it's cool, man. I'm just thinking about it from like an accessibility point of view. Like, you know, 
do you have to buy resin to play heresy? That's my question, right? It used to be, not anymore. Yeah. I mean, most of my iron hands are they're about 50-50. All my infantry is plastic. Yeah, only things that are resin are my vehicles, really. Uh, and a couple Same. of special characters, like the Mordathan and that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah we got lots of accessibility. And I think if they do bring out Mark IIs, we are going to see just more accessibility and customization. Like, we, they're already accessible, right? We already have Mark IV in plastic and Mark III in plastic and all the Terminator variants in plastic. You bring out Mark II, it just gives the customers more variation to add to their existing army or to create whole new ones more in line with the fluff. And they know that we dig fluff. You know what I mean? That's why they make oh, yeah. black books and everything like that with all this extra information in there. Um, and also, Jesse, yeah, I think we are going to see more uh, Mark II. I mean, like I said, for the uh, the White Scars, Speeder has got Mark II dudes in it, you know? Mm-hmm. By the way, so. the sickest speeder in this entire game. Yeah, it is just it is. I am it's envious. Got a carries can assault cannon mounted to the hull. I was seriously. I laid out all the bits this weekend. I was like, <laughs> "Who's got plenty of extra Reaper auto cannons? Anybody that's got Tartarus Terminators? Because nobody yeah, ever uses yeah. them." I got those. I got carries. I'm looking at five scimitars. Or uh, javelins that I've got for my white scars. I'm like, mm, I might need to green stuff some uh, legion symbols on here and just kit bash, kit bash it until they come out. Oh yeah, shouldn't be too difficult to do. Get some of those little uh, hunter killer missiles from the tank set, some auto cannons and the uh, cures. No, I don't think it'll be hard. I think you know they have a lot of details like they always do with their legion specifics. Yeah, because it looks like. For the scars, they're especially on the Contemptor, on the Leviathan, they have that kind of inset metallic, or uh, it's uh, like the beaten bronze kind yeah, of look, um, or where the bronze yeah, parts I just, go. I just learned the name of it the other day. I had to Google it after watching it. But yeah, yeah, um, and they have that on the Speeder, whatever, yeah. on the Contemptor, on the Leviathan. Like, and I, I really dig that. That's that's a really cool look. Um, and then a little, just a few like little tassels, a few little, uh, you know, skins and stuff, not, not full on space wolf, but you know, enough on their feet yeah. to tell that it's scars. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, very unique. I love all the scars line. And I think they said it was going to be a different type of auto cannon, not like our typical one that we've seen. Maybe it'll be something like, uh, the Derrideos. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Cause they look really big. Um, you, you're talking about the ones that are mounted on the sides. Yeah, the the scars. Uh, yeah, I thought someone. Uh, I thought it was just Reaper auto cannons, but I could be mistaken. And I wasn't paying 100 percent attention, but it yeah, looked very similar to the, the the Reaper cannons from the Tartaros kit. It's just mounted on that pintle uh, that the javelins have. Mm-hmm. Either way, super unique, super cute, very awesome. But what else? I mean, obviously, like we, we already did like a recap on the the weekend, but there's still so much good stuff, right? All Blood Angel stuff. So, yeah, good. Yeah. Cool. And uh, Will and I did a quick video. If you go on Facebook, we just kind of went through the, all the stuff on Saturday, all the releases, gave an overview. So if you want to check that out, see two yeah, dudes two staring dudes. at a computer screen. Yeah. <laughs> Reading stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's been printed out uh, and copied by other people. Yep. More than welcome to. Check it out, guys. Super yeah. cool. Uh, oh, had my first game of Titanicus. 
Oh, yeah. How was that, yep. Jesse? Tell me about that. It was a lot of fun. So uh, Will came over when we did our little uh, live stream on Facebook and uh, brought his Grandmaster Edition with a Warlord and three Titans apiece and took me through my first game, and I am hooked. Yeah. Um, so Jesse and I went into this, and we were like, let's just use the Grandmaster. We had a couple, two big pieces of line of sight blocking terrain and then two smaller pieces of terrain and then two very small pieces of terrain, right? So we, we kind of made it look as even as possible. And yeah. uh, we just went through the basic rules of how to play, got them through the stages and everything like that. Um, but yeah, Jesse fucking played well. Well, got lucky with the rolls too. Didn't awaken any machine spirits or anything criticals. like that. Yeah, he kept getting like bellicosas, kept only costing one heat. He got them, like he did an emergency repair for free. Uh, which, you know, helped bring his shields all the way back up, if I remember. Um, yep, my knights managed to get a 10-inch charge for that plus three yeah. attack sweetness. Yeah, and he got three crits in a row, two from a bellicosa. Like, he bellicosed me twice with crits, put two crits on my body, and then came in with a chainsword, put the last crit on my body. My reactor was overheating. Reactor overheating with three crits on the body is plus two to your reactor, so it melted and I fucking caught on fire and turned into a micro sun. And I took his titans with me. (laughs) And you'll be pleased to know I am, after that game uh, this week, I just completely reprimed my warlord that I've been stuck on and I'm now about 65% done with it. Yeah, I saw, man. Like, that was incredible progress you made. Yeah, Fastest kid alive. (laughs) So I'm getting there. So, but uh, so then Jesse, uh, I think what happened was I moved my knights around, so we played it until either yeah, one of us not, was tabled. Yeah, and so I blew I up your warlord, to... but I was like, Man, I want to see what happens when your knights yeah. get in combat with me. So I tried to dance around a little bit, but with a warlord, obviously, that's pretty difficult. And yeah. uh, the knights started attacking me, and you know, came to the point where I had to roll a d10, rolled a 10 for catastrophic explosion, and then yeah, uh, it was. <laughs> just everything First it was completely explosion of madness yeah <laughs> yeah it was so end of the game was complete total annihilation of both parties mutual destruction and it was amazing absolutely and that grandmaster box is a lot of fun man just to play i mean it is mm-hmm. it does, unless you use an objective it is just a slugfest and a who can get who can maneuver their, yeah. their titans in faster but, uh, yeah, it's a lot of, you know, it really, really depends on who goes first. But it really opened my mind to seeing, you know, if I had a couple of Warhounds or a Reaver, like how drastically yeah, different that exactly. game will play. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. My Definitely my new favorite game system to play. But I guess uh, what Dave said, he's going to be right back. And I guess Dave wants to talk about his game with uh, Jared, right? Yeah, but while that's happening, what else do you guys want to talk about? What's been going on? Oh, uh, oh well, can I oh, vent? Oh, to the, oh is David Dave back? back? Yeah, yeah. No, I just, I just wanted to jump on that little Titanicus uh, rant. Guys, rant, but that was a really cool rundown. Um, I'm super excited to see Jesse get finally get into it, man. I know you you've had that Grandmaster box for a while, man. And uh, now you have now you have rules, right? We Joe Storm got rules. Yeah, and, uh, yep. Titan Death, which is pretty cool. Yeah, they get to, like, for the first two uh, rounds of the game, they get to move an extra two inches if they push their reactor, which is, meh. What? It's 
It's uh, interesting. It's not bad. But um, it's what I really excellent, the, dude. The nice one I like though is the fact that I can re-roll a die during emergency repairs or um, uh, what's the other one called? The one when you're healing up, uh, uh, damage control. Yeah. 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 And if it's a warlord, you get to re-roll two dice. Oh my god. So yeah, that's pretty baller. Pretty good. I need to read what um, veteran princeps. I think is what that one's called. Oh man, I got to read what Mortis does. I know they have the tallyman or whatever it is, um, but they got to have other stuff too. They they don't get just that one. I don't think. Maybe tallyman's cool, but um, I don't know. Some of these other ones sound really cool. Yeah, we got to do we got to do like a just an adeptus titanicus podcast sometime, man. Where we just yeah. yeah. All right, hey, we're we'll hijacking go through the one. rules. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, we'll just hijack this one. But no, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. we've done it before. I'd love to just do next week as AT only. That'd be awesome. Well, let me let me just real quick, just because I played Jared tonight, and I think it was his like third game, right? So like Jesse got his first game in. Jared got his. I think he said it was his third game, which is crazy because the dude has more Titans than I think almost anyone, right? So he rolls in, he's like, "No, dude, I just want to play with all of them." <laughs> and I was like, okay, Jared, well, how many points is that? He's like 2255, right? Which is almost at the max of, of the scale, right? You're playing, I think it maxes out at 2500. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, okay, Jared. I was like, I, I mean, I like, I'll bring all my Titans, which is like a Warlord, two Reavers, and two Warhounds, which is what I have painted right now, you know? And I was like, I'm at, um, 1,555, right? So I'm down a significant number of points, but I was like, that's cool because there's a mechanic that'll make up for that, right? So, you know, we looked at what that would be and it would be like the underdog margin was 350. I was like, cool. So I just get an extra four stratagem points. And then he was um, also playing a Legio, right? He was playing uh, Legio Defensor. He was using Legio Defensor rules for his Legio, which is Crucius, but he liked the defensor rules more. So that was cool. So I got another two, right? So on top of four, right? So I had 10 fucking stratagem points rolling into this game. Um, so he had a warlord, uh, two, no, three, he had a warlord, three reavers and three warhounds to my warlord, two Reavers and two Warhounds. So he, he was up two Titans. He was up by two Titans, right? Um, but I had 10 stratagem points to hit his four. Um, we both kind of knew what we were doing. Uh, we rolled on the meeting engagement, which he'd never done before, which was really cool, right? So this is, he's still really new to the game. So he'd never played through a full like um, game where you use meeting engagement rules. So you have, you, know, you have an objective, um, you've got to score victory points and it's, you know, the game is timed, right? So it's between four and six turns You sort of roll after the fourth turn, um, you know, and, but man, it, dude, I'm telling you, you, you learn a lot about people when you play this game, right? Like I thought Jared was just pretty conservative, right? Like pretty like, you know, cautious guy. Fuck no, dude. <laughs> he was, I mean, he ran those Titans so hot. I'm like, Jared, you're in the orange, man. I was like, that's not a great place to be. He's like, ah, it's all right. We got to get there, right? So he's like, <laughs> love it. Yeah. So he's like, he's, he's kitted his, his Reavers out to be super, um, 
aggressive, right? Very close combat. One's got a machine. I think two of them have um, machine uh, fists, right? So like the chainsaw Titan fist. And then one's yeah. got a regular power fist, you know, like a punchy Titan. And so he just wanted to get in there and he was just running them hot and he just ran, he just ran everything hot. And it just was, um, it was so good. It was such a good game. All my stratagems came in at like 110%. I had like a fucking land strike. It hit, it, it hit dead on as warlord. I, I mean, I was like, literally, Will, I was like literally like one crit away from blowing his warlord up turn one <laughs> j- j- just just from fucking stratagems dude Dang. yeah no it was insane so i took i took a artillery bombardment i took an orbital land strike had a macro cannon battery um and uh it was just it was just raining it was death and destruction and i felt bad a little bit a little bit i didn't feel a lot bad but i felt a little bit bad um, because my shit was just fucking, it was just landing exactly where I wanted it. And, uh, but yeah, but yeah, Jared, I think he had a good time. I think he learned a lot. His dice were harsh. Um, but, uh, but it was a really, it was a really good game. I think the crazy thing about that game and that I want people to like, you know, just walk away with is like, you can totally play an asymmetric game. You play under points, right? You play under points all day long. You put under 700 points. 800 points, 900 points, whatever, because the the stratagem mechanic is so good at balancing the game that it really doesn't matter if the dude, the other guy, the, the dude you're playing, if he's got one or two or even three more Titans than you, don't worry about it, man. Just play the media engagement rules, use stratagems, and the game 100% balances out, in my experience. I don't know if you guys have had similar experiences or not, but that's been my uh, experience. No, I mean, points, like you said, have always been like in a bracket range. And it, like, I just never, never, never needs to be exactly on point. And it always feels like a fun game. Yeah, no, I really the, like, like that. Like the only game I've ever played that was symmetrical was with Jesse. And that was a Grandmaster edition. Um, and, you know, those were two identically built uh, Titans and Knights. Um but yeah, other than that, every game has been asymmetrical in some way. Either I've been over points, somebody's been under points, and every game has felt like you don't know just by, based off points. Like I feel like in 30K, yeah. 28 mil, if you go into a game and you're fighting somebody who has 3,000 points and you have 2,500 points, like it, there, there's nothing there to give you the advantage. In the no, it's a significant like, advantage, you know, yeah. That's what, just listening to you, because I haven't gotten into AT, do you think... Uh, you know, having stratagem like effects would make for a fun uh, asymmetric 30k game. Yes. Oh, yeah. As long yes. as you can get the balance right. Yes. 100%. I think that's one of the things that 8th edition got right. I think one of the things 8th edition got right is bringing in command points and stratagems, um, both from a f- flavor, you know, kind of lore standpoint, but also. It's just it's a fun way of balancing out sort of asymmetric games. Um, I think it's. I mean, I don't know. I haven't played a lot of Eighth Edition. Well, you've probably played more than I I have. But no, you're right. I mean, it yeah. definitely does that, right? Like, if you go up against somebody who brings a Lord of War detachment and it's got five knights in it, they've only got three command points. Versus you, who brings as plays Imperial Guard with a bunch of infantry, and you bring three battalion detachments, and you've got eighteen command points. Yeah, there's a huge difference, right? Yeah, huge. 
Yeah, huge difference, man. And guess what? That guard, a guard battalion cost 165 points for five stratagem points, right? Because you need the two tr- or the three troops and the two HQs to get those five command points versus a knight that needs to have three uh, full-size Questorus knights before it gets its three stratagem points. So you're paying 162 points versus uh 1200 points yeah in eighth edition they still want you to play at the same points level right for their matched yeah. quote-unquote match play but i think what they're doing in eighth edition is they're basically saying hey this is a really like um okay it's a very like historical thematic right s- sort of list that perhaps is a bit underpowered right but we but we want you to play it it's cool it's narrative, you know. Um, so we'll throw a couple more command points and let you guys play around with those. Um, whereas in Adeptus Titanicus, it's just like, I feel like the system's just really well balanced, right? Like, what, what I love yeah. about Titanicus yeah. is every, just about every single action you choose to make has such a, such a balance of risk versus reward, especially when it comes to your reactors. Like, do I yeah, get that, like, do I get that extra time, right? two inches? Jesse. Do I get that extra? Yep. What about that time where you were like, all right, one critical left on his head. Do I roll oh, yeah. his called shot? <laughs> yeah. Do I try to call his shot? With- yeah. It was it was awesome, dude. Like the whole risk reward thing is definitely there. You're right, Jesse. Although, well, I will have to. I, I went back through. Technically, I couldn't call that shot. Because it's a blast. Yeah. But it was still fun. Yeah, I know. But it was <laughs> and it didn't happen. Still, so. so I you done it. Yeah. I actually, I was. That's the nice thing when you play a game without really knowing the rules first, and then you run through it once, get an idea of how the mechanics work. It's so much easier to read a rule book in my, you know, in my personal opinion. Like once you play yeah, the game, after, after yeah, someone showed you, me how the basic stuff it, works, you're like, oh, that's yeah. what this means when I do yeah. this. This is what this means. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, it was no, a blast. Ryan, uh, real quick, Ryan, uh, I am putting together a second Legio right now, and it's going to be all Warhounds. So uh, you ever want to come down and play? I'll let you run that one. Sweet, man. It is five Warhounds that all stay together and just fucking wreck face. Yeah, nice. I, I mean, if you bring them to Nova, I'm sure there's going to be AT at Nova. I'd love to uh, get a game or two in there just to learn it. Faux show. Hey Ryan, speaking of of that, when when does Nova go up for registration? Is that March? Nova events? Uh I believe so let's see. They just did a newsletter. They should be announcing the events probably in the mid-month February newsletter and I think the web store will go live like the first week of March. If okay. not uh, I'm, and I'm just going based off a of memory from last year, but I do remember that March of last year is when all the events went on sale. Uh, and that's what we've been told because we had to have all our primers like up and ready by mid January. So they're probably building the cart right now and is, it should probably be in the next newsletter. Is, is um, AT Adeptus Titanicus not going to be run under the 30 K banner? No, it, it is. Okay, cool. Well, who's, so who's doing that? Uh, it should be. We we put in for it, and I haven't been told no. And we wrote the primer, and we've allocated this because it's basically you, they said, "Hey, I mean, you we got thirty two tables for Horus Heresy yeah. to use over the weekend, so we just siphoned off some of our tables for AT, 
and it's taking up the same footprint. So they don't really care. They just need to know from a um, ticket sales perspective. But it's going to be run by Nate. Uh, Perfect. Yep. Okay. And it's going to be on Saturday, same day as Romance, which everybody is bitching about, but whatever. Yeah. So much. But uh, yeah, because Nate's got running. so many days, sadly. I know. He only got so many days. Nate's running uh, AT with somebody else out at Adepticon, I believe. And so he's going to port some of those rules over and modify them probably a little bit based on cool. how it goes at AT or at Adepticon. Yeah, that I wanted to do AT at Adepticon, but it just it sold out so fast, man. It's crazy. Crazy how fast it sold out. Yeah, and you know, it's possible the 40K guys are also doing AT as well. I, I'm not linked into them as well, at all. Um, each of the okay. game system groups kind of do their own thing and then centrally like go back to Nova. So it's possible there's going to be more than one AT event this year. Um, I would kind of expect that because there's so much hype about it. But as far as I know, we're the only one that put in for an AT event. Nice. Nice, man. Thanks. Oh, yeah, I guess that's something I did. I completely didn't mention this, but I finally finished one of my Warhounds. Or Warlords. The Warhound. Yeah, I finished one of my uh, Legio Mortis Warlords. And her name is Warhound. Because as you just heard, I continuously call her a Warhound. So I went ahead and just named her Canis Bellatoria. (laughs) Jesus. All right, folks, this has been... The Remembrances Retreat, a 30K putt. No, I'm just kidding. Did you really name it? I did, 100%. Canis Bellatoria. Oh, all right. Hold on. Here's what else I got. Hold on, hold on. You guys got a second. Uh, So Canis Bellatoria, or Canis Bellatoria is the uh, first one that I got. Um, Then I have Indominus Rex. I had to do that one. (laughs) (laughs) Just like from Jurassic World. And Solitaris Invictus. That was the only, like, legit cool name I came up with, and that is uh, The Invincible Sun. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, man. Fucking love me. I have yet to name mine yet, but we'll get there. Once I get that last batch of paint on there. Yeah, I gotta get my decals on my, um, um, what you call them? The uh, Legio Mortis decals came in, so gotta throw cool. them out. Yeah, they're the nice ones that are all, like, 3D painted and everything like that, or 3D printed and everything like that. Nice. They look great. So what else we got going on? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, for me, I, I mean, I talked about the White Scar stuff. Uh, we're doing the Escalation, so I've been knocking out a lot of Word Bearers. Um, nice, nice. D- doing my second set of 500s, which is just 15 Tactical Marines and Zardu Layak. Uh, doing the Despoiler Tacticals. Um, and then, uh, yeah, doing... So this year, this is something new for me. I took over the mantle of the 30k uh, auction coordinator or army coordinator for the Nova open charity foundation. Hmm. Uh, took that over from um, Dave Taylor. So we I have uh, two teams of artists. The, the projects will remain secret until uh, they're published by Nova, but I've basically, I've got two teams. We have the projects lined up. We're starting to get uh, product in, we got paint schemes, uh, all that kind of stuff, and we're getting some some good donations from uh, a couple industry folks. So those projects uh, will be starting here probably in the next two or three weeks, or shortly after Adepticon. Uh, 
and then those are the armies that will go up for auction uh, for Nova, where you can buy. A, the, typically, it's like two dollars a ticket. It's a raffle ticket system, um, and they'll be on display at Nova, and they'll pull pull the winners uh, the last day at Nova. So I'm pretty excited about that, mostly because I have enough artists where I don't have to actually do any of the painting. <laughs> Perfect coordination stuff. Um, nice. Yeah. So that's it. That's me, dude. You are a machine. You have like literally taken over. I think half of Nova. No, no, no. There's so many people. Uh, I'm just, and so it's funny that you mentioned that. So it makes you realize because Dave uh, Taylor, who we had on the show last year, when. Um, I think prior to Nova, when we were doing all the auctions and everything, um, I did not realize how much he did for Nova because he was the coordinator for all the game systems. Any auction they did for Nova, he coordinated it all. Wow. So, like, I think he spent like two or three hundred dollars just in personal time last year coordinating the 30 or 40 auctions that they did over, they did spring, summer, and fall. So I'm only doing, I'm only coordinating for two armies. I'm dealing with like 10 people. It's really easy. I can't imagine doing it for, uh, you know, dozens and dozens of people and then trying to line up product and donations and line up painters to projects. Like that, uh, is a thankless job that he did for four or five years. Wow. So, so now that, that, uh, job has been sliced up. There's now leads, uh, for the different game systems and everything. Um, so there's like six or seven people doing what he did as an individual. So, Damn. That is something that makes Nova, I think, different than a lot of the other, or maybe all of the other conventions, right? Is that just has this sort of charitable um, foundation that's attached to it. And I think they give a lot back. And I know they give back to like Doctors Without Borders and a lot of the other um this really kind of like just top tier man, uh, charitable organizations. And, uh, I don't know if any of the other conventions do that, Ryan, do you know, I've certainly haven't heard about it. Um, I mean, I'm sure there's probably a charitable element, uh, with Adepticon, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I haven't actually been out to Adepticon or LVO or anything. So uh, that's what I do like about Nova is that, uh, you know, and that's the cool thing. Like all of the uh, profits that they make from ticket sales, beverages, all merchandise, all that kind of stuff. Like once they pay all their expenses for actually securing the site and all of the probably massive amount of money that it takes to run that convention and deal with the overhead of logistics and everything, they reinvest any profits that they have back into charity. So they're not making money off of it and it's, it's all run pretty much by volunteers. Um, anybody that's on the board or isn't in, involved in any of the, you know, as an EO or as doing charity stuff, it's all volunteer. Um, yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. It's definitely cool, man. I think it's, uh, makes it feel like a, a kind of more of a, you know, family and friends kind of, you know, convention, man. But, uh, yeah, for that's sure. really and, cool. And there are, if anybody listening is interested in helping out, they're always looking for volunteers. If you're on the um, if you're on the mailing list for just Nova Open, where you get the updates every two weeks, they always have a, a plug in there. Um, if you want to donate time or whatever, 
um, there's there's an email address in the mail uh, in the newsletter that you can reach out to. So they're always looking for people with all sorts of different skills. Very cool. Yeah, I don't have anything else. It's a good week. I mean, it was productive. I did uh, finish a Raptors project I was working on, so that's done. That is gone. Next. Oh, nice. Okay, that was yeah. fun to watch on your uh, on your live stream. I watched that a couple times. Oh yeah, thank you, thank you. Oh yeah, that's right. I do have a, a Twitter now, or not a Twitter. I uh, <laughs> Twitch. Yeah, and I'll be getting on there after this and uh, doing some custodes work. Twitch because Ryan, I still need to finish my uh, first pledge. When's when's the first pledge due for the first month? You actually have um, nine days. You got plenty of time. Yeah, I but, mean, you're only painting like seven models, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope I can make it. It's maybe. like, uh, what's what's my 500 point pledge for this escalation league? I guess I'll run Valdor and uh, three header and guard. So yeah, fuck y'all. Who wants to play me? Who wants to play? <laughs> I kid. <laughs> the long pause. Yeah, Jesse. I think anyway, we can. So yeah, yeah. New yeah. Plugs or you know. Yeah. Um. I know Ryan, I know you're going to be working with us for Maryland and myself. Apparently, uh, the, I think it's the OS 30K guys are doing the Omega Celia conflict. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's going to be a weekend long uh, narrative campaign. This also falls in line with um, Steven's event that he's doing. Um, the gray worm event on Saturday. So we might look to see if we could try to incorporate that into our little section of the conflict. But uh, yeah, so keep your eyes peeled. And, uh, and for the listeners, if you haven't seen this uh, and I'm sure it's on remembrancers retreat, I've, I know it's got posted the Richmond and Maryland 30 K, but they're running a global campaign. So they're putting a system together they're contacting EOs or EOs can sign up with them to run like regional portions of this. So it's pretty neat. If you're not in Maryland or Virginia and you want to get your group involved, then, you know, one of us can get you the info for it, but it should be a good time. It's running over three days in June. And uh, I, I love being able to contribute to like global campaigns and, they made it sound like they're going to have some sort of tracker that's relatively real time where, you know, you post your probably going to post your uh, battle results for a particular sector and then yeah. be able to track that throughout the weekend. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. Uh, Andrew touched on it during our interview on Artificer Unplugged. Um, he didn't want to give oh, too okay. much away, yeah, like that's right. spoilers or anything like that. Yeah, because he's running it or he's helping run it, right? Yeah, and he was like, I don't want to give away too many spoilers, but we are going to be having a global campaign thing coming up. And I was like, ooh, girl. <laughs> Can I give away a spoiler a bit? Will, sure. it's not a, about the Omega Celia campaign details, but it is. I talked to Andrew because um, I backed his uh, or Oz30K's latest Kickstarter, and in the follow-up to that, because I backed it at the um, event organizer level. And uh, so Andrew kind of reached out and we talked and he said he will be doing um, event support and prize support for Omega Celia. Uh, so if that's something that, you know, interests people, uh, be pretty cool. So there'll, there'll be, you know, event exclusive patches and probably decals 
oh, um, cool. maybe some other swag that uh, Andrew is, is uh, dreaming up right now. So um, we'll be able to get that. And so if you guys are, are interested in coming out and playing at one of um, our events, right? So either Ryan's up in uh, Maryland, 30K, or ours down here in Richmond, uh, just uh, hit us up, man, on Facebook. So we know yeah. kind of w- what to expect. That was my plug, I think. Yeah, it was a good plug. My, it's a plug and a plug. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I got nothing left yeah, for this week. Uh, I just have two things. So 16 February uh, is an event. It's on the Maryland 30K Facebook group and the Mid-Atlantic uh, 30K group. Um, I think it's 1853 games. It's a charity fundraiser event so check it out there if you're interested it's going to be in maryland and then that same weekend there's still seats available for ck studios uh the 103 painting a night titan course and you can find info on facebook for ck i I don't have a link or anything but just look them up cool stuff all right well if nobody has anything left we'll call it a night wrap it up everybody good Yep, I'm good to go. Yeah, y'all have a good one. Yeah. All right, for the Remembrancers Retreat, my name is Jesse, and have a good night and keep those dice rolling. Good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs>